Hey, this is Tom Atkins. If you want to thrill me, you've got to listen to The Horror Returns. Greetings, victims. For those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. Welcome back, everybody. Um, assuming that we're able to get uh, all this software work in eBay or in Audacity and all that, we'll have a show for you this week. But uh, you guys have found the horror returns. I'm Lance. With me, as always, are my co-hosts Philip and Brian. Uh, Nez is out. I don't know what fu- what the fuck's he he's doing. Um, he's hanging out with those guys from. Uh, I know, dude. Big time rappers. What's that show? He's hanging out with some big time rappers, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Taika Waititi show. Uh, yeah. The Reservation. Uh, Reservation Dogs. Dogs. There it yeah. is. Fantastic yeah, show. Yes, man. That guy gets around, doesn't he? Yeah, he's hanging out with the two little dudes that rap. Yeah, they're funny? fun. They're they're funny. <laughs> and meanwhile, we're over here look, watching the. Oh, the cat! The Cowboys lost today, Philip. Oh, oh that was that was <laughs> ugly. That's my. We'll roll that into my not cool of the week. Boy, it was. Lance is get. Uh, Dak is getting his leg back. You know, it'll, it'll be all right. There. It'll be all right. They're still six and two. This was a humble pie game. Don't get too big for your britches just yet. What's What's up with What's up with you, Brian? You following any any sports these days? UFC. Uh, I uh, watched the Canelo plant fight the other day. Uh, yeah, yeah, Canelo, he's just a fucking badass. Just yeah, uh, yeah, one of the one of the best out right now. I don't really follow it, but I know his name, so that says something. Yeah, the the Jacob Plant, he's never he's never even been knocked down in his career, and uh, got knocked out this fight. Oh, well. First time for everything, right? Yeah. Still wish he. Title at all? Uh, Canelo. Yeah, he, he has, has a bunch. Four, right? He has a bunch of bunch of titles. Oh, okay. I wish uh, he could have had that fight back with uh, Mayweather because when they fought, I felt like it was it was too soon for him to fight Mayweather in his career. But yeah. you know, him being a up and coming big name and Mayweather, everybody's like, you know, let oh, him fight. Yeah, yeah no, it's it, yeah, they just miss each other on the time frame then because now it's too late for him mm-hmm. to fight somebody serious yeah yeah just exhibition shit at this point yeah. huh <laughs> yeah because I, I just seen this thing they were he's like in the top 15 richest athletes i think he's mm. uh, net worth Same is uh, over a billion dollars so yeah. Yeah. yeah so if he gets to come have some cake fight that 
makes him millions and millions, then right. I'm sure he'll come back and do that against some YouTuber or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah as, as far as a real fight goes, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, last night's UFC was pretty good. Uh, Usman, uh, Covington 2. Usman, fifth straight title defense, which what, uh, I expected this one. What happened that to ass. Usman Covington 1? Uh, an ass whooping. Uh, Covington's, I give it to him. Covington's a great fighter. He kind of, he kind of got himself some notice with the whole Trump supporting wearing the the MAGA hat thing and being outspoken. Oh, they do that for attention. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say that's not what he really does, but at the time uh-huh. when he did it, I was right. like, you're that's kind of genius there. You're kind of in wrestling oh, yeah. terms. You're kind of making yourself the heel right now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> have have one of Trump's uh, one of Trump's sons sit ringside rooting for him. And well, but, I, but, UFC fighter uh, UFC fights have a lot of Trump fans. Yeah, and well, come come and wrestling the, too, right? Uh, I mean, isn't Trump in the rest, wrestling Hall of Fame? He doesn't get the same ovation, yeah, as he would. But uh, well, yeah, the the rematch went exactly how the first match went. Uh, Usman is just uh, he might be one of the greatest uh, Walter Waits that there is. So, well, and were they were they yelling "Let's go Usman" instead of "Let's go Brandon"? <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta say, I love that thing though. That's funny. We- yeah, dude, have, have we at this point not learned to stay away from politics on this podcast, guys? Whatever, how dude, much, funny is funny. How much abuse is it going to take, though? I mean, yeah. regardless of what it is, I just like how it happened. It Brian, was, Brian said, and on that note. Yeah, I was going to say, let, let's talk about some Rockets. but Cool, just, is that cool of the week? No, not the Rockets. Oh, man, come on. I don't even know who half the team is. I know. Yeah. yeah, I saw a little bit of the Texans game this morning, and it was like... I Really bad, huh? I was like, is that Tyrod Taylor? Is he the quarterback? When did that happen? Damn. <laughs> who they can get. Yeah. <laughs> I think you guys are right about the Saints. They're going to end up pretty much right in the middle, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's all said and done. But, you know, it is what it is. Rebuilding years, right? It is. Rockets know all about this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So speaking of cool of the week, Philip. Uh man, that's that's really about all I've been doing, and that and fixing my fucking computer that crashed. <laughs> yes, that's your cool. Yeah, that was fun. I had to get a new hard drive. Hey. <laughs> so new hard drives are cool of the week. Uh yeah, man, that's about all I got. Uh, aside from that, I've been working up a storm. Brian, you oh, wanna, oh, my you, wife is starting uh, the Walking Dead again. Like, ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it down. Yeah, <laughs> Walking Dead needs some love, yeah. man. She well, and she does neglected. that. You know, she'll go watch something she's seen a hundred times and just right. have it play in the background. Like oh, ER, she started from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. Maybe. Oh, okay. Because so in, in, in my head, I was thinking that Ryan Reynolds mean when he's well, like, but. Why? <laughs> <laughs> but no, and so I'll, you know, walk through and see The Walking Dead on and seeing those first couple of seasons, I was like, man, this was a really good show, you know? Well, like, I, yeah. I like what they did in those first couple of seasons, and I think three, which is the one she's on right now, 
is where mm-hmm. it started going downhill. Already? That quick? I think Joe Bob Briggs is covering a bunch of them right now, isn't he? Well, yeah, but it went from, like, almost realistic Lawless. what would happen if yeah. zombies were here uh, to, like, and I know it's a comic book, but very comic right. You get the yeah. weird... The governor and the, the yeah, mayor the and, and the that. president and Negan yeah. and I gotcha. The Commonwealth. It was like a, a little shark jump. Right. I hear <laughs> you, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess that would be about it. Well, maybe go yeah. yeah. Might as well, man. Okay, I got a variety of things. So, uh, like. first one, uh, finish Squid Game. Yeah, what'd you yeah. think? I liked it. Um, I felt at uh, episode six was probably the, the most emotional episode out of the out of the whole series. Huh? Because uh, what, what what was that? Was that the one with the the tempered the tempered glass? No, the the marble game. Ah, yeah, that was rough, man. Yeah, but. That was rough. When we got to the end, it kind of had me questioning some things that were going on throughout the season. Um, you know, what was what was the point? If, if yeah. you guys are doing this and saying this, then what was the point of that? You know, and then I, I just kind of felt the end was a little a little twisty turny just for the sake of being twisty turny. And uh, OK, got bit by the M. Night bug, huh? But but I enjoyed it for the most part. Like I said, episode six really right. got me because a lot of I'm not going to say characters I was rooting for because, you know, there were still people that I, I you know, I take that back because if you're in a life death situation, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. But well, at some yeah, point, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. when you prey on the naive and the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll just say the elderly. Yeah. Like, well, the, but the, you got to do the elder. Do. The elderly one was less assholey to me. Yeah, um, which pissed me off because it kind of took away from that episode. Mm-hmm. When I you that. find out, you know, it kind of took the impact away from that. So, but I, I do recommend it. Is a good show. I did. Okay. I did uh, have to stop halfway and put the dubbing back on because I was I felt like I, as with any subtitled, I I'm down there reading and then something else happens and I'm kind of yeah. So oh yeah, well, I, dubbing, I know they get a lot of shit, but from like uh-huh. Koreans or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you don't think the dubbing is good. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, but my, as far my, as a Korean movie dubbed in English. That wasn't uh-huh. bad. <laughs> no, I've yeah, heard a lot well, worse. Yeah, yeah. My my worse. mother's my mother's Korean, and she's had she's had told me a few times like what mm-hmm. they're saying and what is being translated at the bottom is not not even worse. close. Not, sometimes. No. Oh boy. Well, yeah, it's yeah. never the same. And then sometimes they'll have like a a local phrase and then try to translate it directly, and right. it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but. I do recommend it. I, I think it, for the most part, deserves the hype. Yeah. It's it's something new, and especially from Netflix, you know. Sure. Come on, Netflix, do better. We'll talk about it in the trailers because you keep making us wait for shit. 
Nah, mm. you're you're no, ready for red notice. You're ready for red notice, aren't you, Brian? I uh, could have watched it in the theater. It's already in the theater. Is it? Yeah, but I'm not gonna. I'm already paying for Netflix, so I'm not gonna pay to watch it in the theater. So, sorry, yeah. Rock. Uh, finally got to check out Shang Chi. Oh, I love that movie. My that's my favorite Marvel movie of the year. It might be, if I sit down and really think about it, if you take out the Avenger movies, it might be top five. Oh, wow. Especially, yeah. especially yeah, introducing a, great, a new character. Great movie. I still need to watch that yeah. one, man. I yeah, no, the it's... fight choreography was great. The oh, fucking set, set design was great. The characters were great. A lot of people kind of were given Aquafina shit because of the way she sounds. and uh, That's who she is. She I know that's, that's... She can't, for one... Her voice is her voice. That's what she right. grew up with. You know, it's, my voice is my like voice. She, it seems like she gets a lot of shit no matter what she does. Yeah. I don't understand. And, and then the way she talks, that's just where she grew up. So yeah. mm-hmm. get over it, you know. So I like Aquafina. So Yeah. I don't mind her. Yeah. The, villain, the villain in it wasn't like one of these mustache twirling you know villain just he wasn't like a bond villain right yeah like, and you, i'm going to destroy the world just because i can <laughs> and you kind of you kind of felt was like he was a hero yeah he was a him. hero it, it was crazy it was very well done great well well written film and yeah i i don't watch a lot of martial arts movies but um it didn't. It didn't seem to have Philip. It didn't seem to have as much of that, you know, where they're all standing around in a circle and like waiting for one guy to fight <laughs> the guy, and then the next guy will jump in, or he'll like start moving forward. He'll say, "Oh wait, you're not done with that guy. Let me hold off a little bit." <laughs> wait, <laughs> you know, let's play attack like him one at a time so we don't get right. <laughs> so yeah. it, it looked a little less phony to me for some reason, which yeah. I appreciate. And I, I think that that guy, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, but the one playing Shang-Chi, I, that, guy's, that guy's a star. He's got it. Yep. They, they picked the right guy for mm-hmm. the role. Let's yeah, hope, I've heard nothing but good things, man. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, let, let's hope The Eternals is as good, but I'm hearing a lot of mixed Okay, <laughs> I, I did catch a little bit of The Eternals. Oh, uh, yeah? Uh, I, had to, I had a family emergency, so I had to leave the theater. Oh no! Um, but from what I'm seeing, okay, this is uh, okay. How do I put it? This is going to be all brand new characters, and this is not characters that you got to be a diehard comic book fan to know these characters. That's what I was worried about. Yep, and I'm very worried. They're not necessarily setting up these character characters for future things. They're setting yep. up e- events. For future hmm. things. And um, there's a video on a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is called New Rockstars. He broke down the Eternals and the end credit scenes because there was an end credit scene. I was just like, whoa, that's pretty fucking cool. Ah, it's, it's all okay. setting up the future. As far as it's setting up Marvel as far as the intergalactic space shit. And there's a theory that maybe Thanos' whole snap thing, maybe there was a good reason for it. Which means it, it, it's the Loki? Yeah, it, it's all tied in, uh, tied into a, a, I ain't gonna spoil it, but there was uh, somebody talking off screen in the end credit scene, and uh, 
It's a Marvel character. We've been waiting for him to make his return. In a, not a return, but uh, a return to movies, but his... Uh, Blade. Debut. Blade. Damn it, damn it Lance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nobody Sorry. go watch the movie. <laughs> Just get... That was a total guess, man. Yes. Total guess. Played. I was, was going to say Wolverine. All right. I'm waiting yeah. for that. <laughs> ah, that's got to be right around the corner. Well, I've been waiting for uh, Mahershala Ali, Ali's Blade character since he yeah. was announced. And uh, there was an end credit scene. So, spoilers, go ahead, a couple minutes. Yeah, do it. Go for it, man. It's an uh, end credit scene, right? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jon Snow. He finds the Ebony Blade. <laughs> and you know nothing, Jon Snow. He's trying to figure out if he wants to pick it up and accept it because the mm-hmm. the, the holder of the blade becomes the Black Knight. Interesting. And is then he somebody a, in the movie, or is he just some dude at the end? He's in the movie. Okay. But he he's not the Black Knight yet. This is him trying to... Because the blade is almost like when he reaches for the blade, it's almost reaching for him okay. and calling out to him. Kind of like Excalibur, huh? Yeah, and uh, in the comics, there is a lot of connection, Lance, to Excalibur and stuff like that, like mm. his ancestors. And then there's a voice off screen basically saying, are you ready to? Are you ready for this? And the con- director confirmed that it's Blade talking to him. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Here we go. Right. I'm sure the X-Men are going to be introduced in one of these two multiverse movies. They have to be. Oh, yeah. it, it's it's coming. They, I'm, I'm almost positive these, these cat, these, these have already been cast before. They're just not saying anything because Marvel keeps everything locked down. Yeah, but I mean, you know, they had already planned out three, four years in the future. So, uh, Kit, what is it, Kit Harrington that plays Jon Snow? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there he is. He said Marvel security scares him more than Game of Thrones security. Wow, <laughs> that's saying a lot. <laughs> Can't have any spoilers getting out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Matter of fact, I, think... it look, I, I saw a thing where uh, in the Spider-Man trailer, like the they like released a Doc Ock picture that mm-hmm. looked like it was totally photoshopped. So they yeah. may be releasing their own shit that's not in the movie just to go fuck with people. Yeah, yeah they they they, they, they do that. There, there's been some trailers like the the whole Infinity War trailer where they're like running across the field of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And Hulk's running with them. Hulk in the movie was not with them. Right. So. Uh, misdirection. Yeah. You know, and uh, did I get, I think I had one more. Yeah, one more. Uh, went over to Netflix. Nope, two more. Got two Netflix movies. Uh, first one is Army of Thieves, the prequel to Army ah. of the Dead. Okay. I really like this one. I, yeah. The character Dieter, Dieter Ludwig. <laughs> <laughs> you actually get his origin of how he became uh-huh. a safe cracker. All right. And his, he was not oh, Dieter. Dieter point. was not his original name. Dieter. Oh, what? I was going to say he, he's grown up tough from being named Dieter. Yeah. Right. He, he I just got, think of the Saturday Night Live character. <laughs> he Mike was Myers character. He was basically a safe cracker in theory. And then he got put onto he got brought onto a crew to actually see if his theories about safe cracking are real. Basically, is he the real deal? Okay. <laughs> and this is like kind of like the the origin of that character, which I really like that character. I think he's funny and right. I like the way he plays the 
the kind of nervous guy, but at yet at times he does get a little bit of confidence and you kind of see that in this. Yeah. Cause he starts out the nervous guy and then the, the more, the better he does at safe cracking, the, the more confidence he builds. And, uh, speaking of game of Thrones, uh, Natalie Emanuel's in this. Ah, <laughs> okay. and she looks fantastic. It don't matter what time of the day it is in a movie, what they're about to do in the movie. She just, uh, huh. Immaculate. Of course. And she kicks ass in it too. So, well, I, I've uh, scrolled past it a couple times. Are there zombies? Yeah, yeah because uh, I'll just say this. Um, he keeps uh, turning on the TV to the news. Okay. And oh, okay. Zomb- okay. Zombie, zombie outbreak in Las Vegas has, it has oh. occurred, and they're trying to contain yeah. it. There All you right. go. So and there are there are zombies, it. but not. It, it's good. It's a good heist movie. Yeah. I'm- I'm going to check it out for sure. I just hadn't didn't get around to it this weekend. And my cool of the week goes to another Netflix movie, The Harder They Fall. Really? This is the coolest. And it's a, a Western, right? Western. Fantastic cast. They're using real life characters, but they'll tell you they tell you in the beginning these characters are real, but the story is not. Right. And uh, it's just a it's it's just a simple revenge story, Lance. It's, okay. Uh, great, a uh, little little blood more bloody than I thought it was going to be. Well, that's a good thing. That's but, a totally uh, good thing. The cast that's, really. That's the Idris Elba is in there. Yeah, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, which everybody knows he's uh, Kang the Conqueror now from Loki, the the new big villain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Regina King, Zazie Beetz. Netflix has uh, some money. Well, Netflix yeah. has our money. <laughs> uh, Delroy Lindo. Uh, out of nowhere, Damon Wayans Jr. shows up. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, uh, there, Are you serious? A, yeah, there, and then there's a lot of great I've younger... I've seen him stuff. He's not bad. There's a, there's, there's a lot of great young younger uh, actors in this that I've seen in a lot that are really good. Okay. So it was just a... Yeah, it was a great Western. Nice. I'll be damned, man. All right. Well, <laughs> it's on the list, too. Netflix, I was going to try to get rid of it because it's getting so expensive, but you can't get rid of Netflix these days, man. No, and we're we're coming into, I think, all these streaming platforms, as far as TV shows, the next two months, they're going to keep us busy. I hope so. Um, I don't see why they, I don't see any way they can't, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff announced. Uh, nothing pushed back, so a lot of a lot of TV stuff coming out. Well, speaking of Netflix, boys, um, you guys have heard me say it all year long. One of the very first shows that came out this year uh, it, it has been my number one show, that uh, Stephen King's The Stand. Mm-hmm. I think it might have just gotten beat out. I think Mike Flanagan has done it yet again for me. I think this is going to be my third. Uh, Favorite TV show of the of the week since we've been doing this show or of the year uh, that Mike Flanagan's <laughs> spearheaded. Um, help! Do you guys finish Midnight Mass yet? Uh, oh yeah, I watched one episode like a month ago. What What do you think, Philip? Uh, it's really, really, really slow, but yeah, and that's cool. <laughs> it's also really good. 
Yeah. It's it just, just so takes awesome. a while to get there. Yeah, it was not what I was expecting. No. And then, um, I don't know, I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, there's like some pretty, ma- yeah, nobody's safe. Let me put it to you that way. It's just like a Stephen King, you know, novel or something yeah. where you really never know who's going to die next. And that's what I love about it. So, uh, I like the premise yeah. too. I thought that was cool. It was very cool. <laughs> Mid- Midnight Mass, far and, far and away, cool of the week. Yeah, I got one more episode to go on Squid Games, but that's not going to beat Midnight Mass. So, uh, on to headlines, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's Over. do it. Ish. <laughs> let's see. Do we have any headlines? Oh, here we go. You guys uh, know the Broken Lizard comedy troupe? Of course, uh, Super Troopers. How you do, Phil? <laughs> yeah. They are, de- time. they are developing a project spoofing the classic Hunchback of Notre Dame. Called, <laughs> it's called Quasi. Oh, my God. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure does. Uh, this one is coming to Hulu. People are definitely going to be mad at that. You think so? Quasi? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but it'll Lance, be nice. uh, this yeah. one, uh, this one's for you and me here. Wormwood Apocalypse, the sequel. Ah. Finally going to be released next year. The, the movie that's somewhat responsible for us doing this podcast. Yes, we met watching this movie at the same time. So <laughs> Pretty cool. I'm yeah. looking for I'm kind of thinking about Quasi right now, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely going to be Farva as as Quasimodo, right? <laughs> you think so? Leader of Cola. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll do a beer a beer chugging contest or something toward the end. <laughs> Goddamn leader of Cola. <laughs> <laughs> they'll pull it all all together at the end, and it's going to be like bros before hoes. <laughs> it's gonna be amazing. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this has been a slow. Uh, throw a little action news in there. Uh, e- Eco Eco Uwe's, uh the star of the Raid movies, will be the villain in Expendables Four. Mm. Huh. And it now, will be Stallone's final Expendables movie. They they are going to continue the franchise, but he's stepping right. away from it after this fourth one. And uh, he's handing okay. the torch over to Jason Statham. <laughs> is, is he old enough yet, though, to be considered an Expendable yet? I mean, oh, Jason don't Statham. they have to... Yeah, who's in the... Jason's, he's in the first one, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he's like oh, okay. older than me. All right, well, guess he's been around long enough, then. <laughs> he qualifies. He's just been bald since he was 16. Right. (laughs) Okay. Um, I am not seeing anything even worth talking about. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I'm sure there will be. Plenty of Christmas stuff coming up. Yeah. I I know we we talked about the Evil Dead Rise movie rap filming. So trailer, I'm assuming, is coming real soon. And uh, that movie is going to HBO Max. Oh, okay. That's probably where I'll see it. Yeah, I hope it's good. They did so great on that Ash versus the Evil Dead series. Yeah, but Ash isn't going to be in this one, right? I know. That's what I'm like. Maybe Allegedly. Maybe just left it alone. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, 
He wasn't in the remake, except just his voice at the very end. So oh, his or, face was in a it. lot of hope. Turned and looked at the camera. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll I, I wouldn't find we'll an see. Evil Dead Two remake that it, like follows the remake because I liked it. I thought it was yeah, good. That would be good. Well, they 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 had this thing planned out where she mm-hmm. is walking from the cabin and a truck pulls up and it's mm-hmm. Ash and he notices well, why didn't her they hand do that? because people are not knowing what the fans want. I guess I don't know. I guess. Because he's supposed to look down at her hand and immediately know, like, you know, kind of, I've been there too. Uh, Right. Yeah, no shit. And then it's Mia and Ash fucking kicking ass in the sequel. Oh, come on, man. Why didn't we get that? I I think I read something. She didn't have the greatest time working with uh, Fede Alvarez. Uh, Ah, okay. I guess he's one of those kind of... It's Kubrick S. Like a Kubrick, <laughs> he just puts or he's you hell. Beat the shit out of you, to get right. the performance he needs. Well, whatever it takes, right? Yeah, I mean, he could have just said, "Yeah, that's what I did," but apparently, he doesn't remember it going like that. Hmm. That's why she oh. she was she said uh, if they wanted her back for Don't Breathe Two, that was a no go too. Oh wow. No, not the fan of Fede. Guess not. Um, uh, looking here, I think that's it. Well, slow news week. It's all right, man, because we got plenty of we got plenty of trailers parked uh, overnight over at the trailer park. So you guys ready to go visit some of these uh, meth heads over here at the trailer park? Yes. Now is the time on sprockets where we dance. Yeah. We just. <laughs> Drive past the methods. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go meet up with Dieter instead. <laughs> okay, I don't want to hang out with the meth heads. All know, right, more dangerous. Let's let's get the, <laughs> in my opinion, the bullshit out of the way first. Uh oh, Morbius. <laughs> you mean you mean DC's answer to Doctor Strange? <laughs> I even uh, had the song. Oh, Morbius People is Marvel. Uh, is this Marvel? Oh, no, no, no. Sony. Sony, yeah. It's oh, Marvel. this is part of that fucking bullshit where they're doing Venom, and okay, I get it. Well, now. it is all connected. Okay. Because of, because of Venom. But oh, we'll, we'll get okay. to that part. I'm going to read okay. a synopsis. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Inadvertently... Yeah. Trailer looks like you did it on purpose. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and rip off Blade and Doctor Strange and throw them in a blender and put them in the same movie and call it Morbius. How about that? <laughs> well, well I, I if they were going to do, go ahead. I was going to say if they were going to do Morbius right, he he probably would have been best like neither being introduced, of course, in a Spider-Man movie or in a Blade movie. Yeah. Well, sure. Oh, that would have been cool. But. but now I like Morbius. I uh, I read some Morbius comics when I was a kid. Yeah, but um, this this yeah this trailer is not <laughs> it looks terrible. Not giving me good feelings. It does look pretty terrible. Like this thing is gonna bomb. <laughs> I felt like I felt like it was 15 minutes long. I mean, it just wouldn't end. The CGI I, looks fuck I, the whole movie or what, guys? Come on. Even though I'm not into it, I'm I, I I'm getting the same feeling as that first Venom movie. 
I think yeah. I think we're all going to see it, and we're all going to be like, it wasn't bad. Oh, we'll see it. Probably. We'll see it. Yeah. It's just, it's not not what I wanted them to do with him. Although, they didn't do what I wanted them to do with Venom either, and that turned out okay. So. <laughs> when he sat in the lobster tank, he made up for it, right? <laughs> you know, when he became Jim Carrey in the lobster tank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <It's>, um. <laughs> Captain they maybe they maybe are taking this whole Spider-Man universe a little too lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, because right. they they teased. If I was watching the the trailer correctly, they teased the MCU. They teased the Spider Verse, and they teased Venom at the end when he's like, the guy's like, "Who are you?" and he's like, "I'm Venom." Oh, I'm just joking. I'm Michael Morbius. Yeah, that's a stupid fucking scene. You're trying to connect all these <laughs> fucking universes, and I'm just like, this. Right. Oh, I'm gonna say it right here. People are mad at Eternals. I'm not mad at Eternals. That is not the d- direction that's gonna take Marvel down. It's this fucking stupid trying to shoehorn this fucking Sony Spider Verse into the MCU. Yeah. I yeah, mean, we got I we got Michael Keaton showing true. up. In Morbius? Yeah, he shows up and he they're like uh, being transported out of prison and he looks at Morbius and he says, we should keep in touch. Oh boy. Uh, okay. Well, ouch. Fucking Doctor Who stepped off the set of last night in Soho and stepped, mm-hmm. showed up here. And... <laughs> that guy's been in everything lately. Has a good, it has a good cast though, but I just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks well, like know, so much is going to be going on in this movie. That's the only thing that gives me hope, because I didn't particularly like the Venom trailer, and that turned out pretty good. Okay. Um, at least the first one. I mean, the second one wasn't bad. It was just silly. And <laughs> I, the cast on this looks pretty awesome, but I don't know. We'll see. It looks, again, a little too lighthearted for its own good. And well, we'll all be there. <laughs> Uh, the director, Daniel Espinoza, he's done some good stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I actually did like that, that sci-fi movie, Life. The one everybody thought was the Venom prequel. <laughs> I know the one you're talking about, yeah. He, he did Safe House with Denzel, uh, Child 44. Okay, all right. He's, he's done well. some good stuff. Yeah, but this this seems more like a studio thing. How many people wrote this movie? Yeah. One, two, <laughs> Come three. On. Are four. you serious? Oh, the the last two are just they're wrote for Marvel, so they're just taken from what they wrote. So this is like two or three people wrote this movie. Ouch. Right. Not a good sign. We'll see. I believe it when I see it. Yep. Yeah, uh well not go on the schedule, but I'm sure we'll all see it when we get to it. Lance will probably be day one in the theater, January twenty. I will. I'll be. There. I'll be there. I'll be there. Well, and January is just not a notoriously good time for movies in general. Oh yeah, what a strange <laughs> time to release it, huh? All right, now let's get to some awesomeness. We talked about it last week for a little bit, but uh, we're gonna take a deeper look into the book of Boba Fett. Ah, okay. Yes. Phil, 
you're the Star Wars guy on this panel, besides Nez. What did yeah. you think? Uh, I am fucking excited about it. That's <laughs> well, I haven't really been keeping up with some of the animated mm-hmm. stuff that they've been coming out with. Um, right. And you know, Star Wars had a whole lot of internal stuff going on in their offices, but uh, it seems to be that that has straightened out, and uh, John Favreau can do his thing and. Now we have this, and it looks like it's going to be you pick up right where the Mandalorian left off. Mm-hmm. And, That's a good uh, thing. Be more of a serious kind of vibe. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm really excited. Yeah, looking at the directors list, uh, I'm pretty sure this is not all the directors, uh, but we got Robert Rodriguez, John Favreau. Dave Filoni and Bryce Dallas Howard returning. Damn. Nice. Loading loading for bear, aren't they? Yeah. So essentially they took the Mandalorian directors, mm-hmm. brought them over to the Boba Fett show. Yeah. Well, probably a smart move. Definitely yeah. a smart move. It sounds like he has a plan. Like this I, is going to go through a few seasons of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through the next few years. And yeah, uh, it's, it's a sci-fi gang movie yeah he's taken over turf that he used to he used to work for the previous boss now he's here taking over and there's people mm-hmm. that are kind of like how are you just gonna walk in here and just take the throne and they're probably gonna find out horribly why they shouldn't have that's what i like about it that looks like a badass mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited <laughs> should should be a lot of fun. Should be yeah, like you guys said, pick up right where Mandalorian left off, and then Mando's coming back too, right? Yeah, um, I think they wanted to get this in before the next right. season. So, I think if everybody's happy where Star the direction Star Wars is going right now. Definitely. Uh, yeah, but I, I I really want that one TV series to to happen sooner. Uh, the Acolytes. See, well, I haven't heard awesome things about that one. I I like the premise of we're going to follow somebody on the dark side. Yeah, that would be cool. We, we, we've never really did that. We've always no, been sounds, on the, you know. It sounds like, like a cool idea, idea, but like that was part of the internal mm-hmm. struggle. The people that were in charge of that yeah. have nothing to do with the Mandalorian. <laughs> well, I mean, Phil. Does Kylo Ren show up? One phone call and uh, we get John Favreau and Dave Filoni over there. Yeah, well, that's I think that's the end goal. <laughs> uh, as far as casting this, uh, they only list three people. I'm sure we're going to get more on who's the cast, but uh, Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. Yeah, Flashdance. <laughs> oh wow, she's in here. I seen I seen her. She's she's one of the alien women with wow. the with the thing, the tentacle head things. Huh. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I I, think we'll... we'll They can do whatever they want to, man. Yeah, for sure. Everything I saw in that preview made me super stoked. And then, uh, like, I was watching it on YouTube, and, you know, they play another video right after, and the next Mm -hmm. video they Mm -hmm. played was uh, that Luke scene in Mandalorian with... Uh Oh, yeah. With, uh, like, the the forced music on top of it. (laughs) Ouch. And it just made me even more excited. (laughs) Right. It was really well done. I think it was a fan thing. Uh, Yeah. Super cool. 
It's going to be a great last weekend of 2021 because the book of Boba Fett comes out December 29th and I believe December 30th or 31st uh, that weekend will be Cobra Kai. Oh, wow. So I know what I'm doing that weekend. Yellowstone started tonight, too, and so did Dexter, the new Dexter revival. I am still doing the... Not the rewatch, but the, I'm going through the season, uh, so I'm not there yet. Got to catch up before you see this one, man. Yeah. From Are you liking it? Yeah, um, I'm. I'm just. I'm liking him trying to. You know, he's doing his serial killer shit, but he's still trying to pose as a normal person with a normal job, and he's got this mm-hmm. sister that's just so upbeat and completely not what he is, and. Yeah, I've he, seen a he, few episodes, but I've never really gotten into it. I mean, how how are you getting how are you getting a blowjob from your girlfriend and then you're just fucking over here thinking I I, I have to act like I'm enjoying this or else she'll sus- suspect something. You know? That's that's weird. Have you have you gotten have you uh, gotten the part yet? Uh, surprise, motherfucker! Huh? No, but okay. could be anything. You'll know it when you get there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, like I said, Wednesday, December 29th. And the last one is one I dropped on you guys last minute because I didn't even know about it. I was on the live stream with uh, the League of Geeks. Ah. And uh, they watched the trailer or teaser for Stranger Things 4. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll jump in. I'm. I need the show now. Uh, it's been too long. Yeah. I'm 100 glad they did the the, the time jump because well, clearly, <laughs> yeah, clearly these kids <laughs> are way like too grown beards. to be in yeah middle school. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh I liked the, the change of uh, scenery. You know, in California. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just wanting to see where this angle goes with uh, Robert England's character about this uh, this creepy house that some, <laughs> somewhat has ties to what's been going on in previous seasons. So, yeah, they, they definitely didn't give much away. <sighs> I. I'm I'm not sure what's going on in this movie. I, me neither. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is going on. You've got one trailer that was like a haunted house type thing and then like uh american horror story season one and then you've got this one that like going to california with like uh yay hey bro i like i like that guy too the new character the dude that's in all these comedy movies Mm -hmm. i can't think of the actor's name but i'm looking forward to seeing him seeing him in it but uh, oh i didn't recognize him oh yeah he's been in a lot of stuff i i don't know man i just don't know what to think he was in one movie where he they were like out camping in the middle of nowhere and he was playing with a knife and he accidentally cut his dick off. And they had to <laughs> well, hit his how, dick. How do you do that? Well, he was, like, playing, I that. <laughs> he was playing like a switchblade that he borrowed from one of the chick's uh, brothers. And he was like fucking around with it. And they were all stoned and high and tripping. Did he, I think. Di- did, did he die? <laughs> no, they they well, iced he his dick to down. Die. He should have died. It was a battle. It was a battle. Constant. An hour and a half long battle to get him to the hospital. With, and they kept running into like hillbillies and people chasing him and all kinds of weird shit. And then, and then he was in another movie called The Binge. 
You guys seen this one on Hulu? Are you making these movies up? <laughs> Dude, the binge, the binge is a parody of The Purge. Oh. And it's set in the quote-unquote dystopian, not-so-distant future where all alcohol and drugs have been outlawed, except for 24 hours. <laughs> except for 24 so, hours. Yeah. 24 hours. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You got 24 hours to to do to do all the oh. to do all the drugs and alcohol that you want to do. It's uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Cuts I just can't think of his this. dick off. What is this young actor's name, dude? I can't. I is cannot think of. Is his name? Stupid. I guess that could be it. <laughs> all right, I'm looking forward to that to that part of it. I think I think the actor's name is. Ed, Eduardo Franco. Okay. Now, well, is he related to James? This one. Is he related to James Franco? I don't know. Uh, okay, his name. I'm looking it up. You guys make are making me look it up. His name in Stranger Things is going to be called Argyle. So he's like the California laid back stoner dude that they're going to meet up with. So there's only anyway. one Argyle, and he was in Die Hard one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what this what this guy can do. But uh, yep, they happy to say they they were able to get his dick on ice. I can I can spoil it because it's been over a year. And uh, they they well, did they did make it past all the roving hillbillies and wildlife. And I think I think at one point a uh, mountain lion ran off with his dick, and they had to chase the mountain. Is this a comedy or <laughs> big time? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. <laughs> but Stranger Things four, I'm looking forward to it. I think they made the necessary changes for me to keep it fresh and just not doing the same thing. Yeah. So I thought it. I thought it was going to be in Russia with the way the last season ended. It's well, that, like that, that's that's where Hopper is. Scene. That's where Hopper huh? is. Hopper's in Russia. Okay. Well, how, how are they going to tie all that together? Take a plane, Lance. I don't know. Black Widow. All right. Now yeah. they're gonna Black Widow it, huh? Okay. The multiverse. He steps through a portal. <laughs> yeah, David Harbor will show up again, but this time he's gonna be the the the, the Russian Captain America character, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Soviet commander, or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Red Guardian. Yeah, there he goes. There you go. Things for. Okay. I'm in. He's, I'm in. not playing around this season. All right. You guys talk me into it. I'm in. I'll be there on day one. All well, right. Of course, of course I'm in. And this is like a, uh, I, I kind of like what they're doing with it, with the time jumps and everything, mm-hmm. because uh, mm-hmm. like, I think originally we all kind of got like us in particular, got into it because of like the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. But then there was a whole younger generation that got onto it also. And now they're going to grow up with this. And yeah, so good point. Bringing it out once every few years is almost like Star Wars movies, you know? Yeah. So and we're, I think it's we're, we're not talking about the big part Lance is tuning in for us to see his buddy, Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. It's your favorite young actor. He's in we'll everything. See how he does. There's going to we'll be a love triangle there for sure. Yep. With him and Lance and who else? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And the dude that cut his dick off. Oh. Well, now Argyle. I kind of want to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right. As with all these teasers, uh, no exact release date. It says summer 2022, but I'm guessing with the the kind of uh, what were they waiting for in the trailer? Spring break. Yeah, I could right. see them releasing that's it exactly spring break. Right. Yep, all about all about spring break. Um, and just so you guys know, if you want to see the movie where he cuts his dick off. The film is uh, ironically titled The Package. Oh, I've heard of this movie. I have heard yeah. of this. So the title is just an eggplant? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, if it's worth it, I'll watch it. It's worth <laughs> it. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, I remember scrolling past it a couple times. And uh, The Binge is definitely on Hulu. So there you go. All right. That was the final trailer. On to listener feedback. Uh, this week we're going to start out with a couple of emails we got. Uh, one is from our buddy Lars. Uh, he says, I hope right. you, Yeah, he says, uh, Hey Lance, I hope you and the gang are doing great. Uh, I've been very, very busy with my new TV series. Uh, now it's finally in production after two years in hell. <laughs> <laughs> my address. Oh, no, I should probably shouldn't read that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we also have one from uh, Michael Levy. Uh, he says, you may know me as playing Will the Exterminator, who gets beheaded in the movie Terrifier. Oh, yeah. Uh, who could forget that? He's a producer on Terrifier, too. Nice. Uh, so, a little public service announcement for him. Uh, not sure if you'd be interested uh, or seeing this around uh, our next horror project, but we are now running an Indiegogo campaign. Uh, for finishing funds on our film entitled Stream uh, and offering opportunities for anyone who may want to come on board. Uh, it actually only has a few days left, uh, so if you want to check it out, over 90% is shot, and the movie stars a bunch of horror icons you might like. Uh, Jeffrey Combs, Tony Todd, Danielle Harris, Dee Wallace, uh, Felissa Rose, Tim Reed, to name a few. Damn. Yeah. And uh, there are some more we haven't officially announced yet. Uh, Damien from Terrifier did all the FX, and David Howard Thornton, uh, Art the Clown, uh, is also one of the on the film as one of our killers. I uh, hope you're doing well. We have a video on the site, and you uh, and if you can, would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, hopefully, you can join our team. Thank you. And nice. uh, that address is www.indiegogo.com slash projects slash stream uh, dash dash four backslash x backslash seven five zero zero seven one seven uh, hashtag hmm. might be a little easier to search for it what's it uh, what's I'll it share the link in the Facebook group yeah there we that? go it's, it's called stream so go to Indie, Indiegogo ah, and check out okay. stream and uh, it's the movie that's in there and Sounds pretty awesome, man. If you want to be a part of it, go check it out. Help 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 out our indie movie makers. Um, all right. And this week we're gonna shine our podcast spotlight on the horror movie crew. Uh they're a group of friends that love horror movies. Every episode in the horror movie crew will dig into their favorite horror movies and discuss why they love them. Um, and we got uh, Marcus Will Turner back. I was going to say this this week. I did listen to the pod, podcast spotlight. Yeah, yeah. Great banter back and forth. Funny. 
they reviewed uh, The Curse of La Llorona. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, they liked it way better than we did. Oh, boy. Okay, well. Is that the... Is that the James Wan one or is that the other one? No, it's the James Wan one. Not, James Wan uh, not, not the artsy one. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, last week I did go back and listen to the Grave Plot podcast. And uh, Lance, uh, I might have to add a movie to 31 next year. Ah, oh, I'm in. That's just cool. to torture just to torture you because I, I already know I, how you're going to feel about the movie. Uh, you don't know that. I may love it. <laughs> Bottom 10. Well, I'm excited right. now. <laughs> oh, Escape Room 3? That, if it's, if that comes out and we review it, I'm going to say it again. That's not going to make your bottom 10 either. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah, it can't be worse than 2 Jennifer. Sorry. <sighs> <laughs> um, all right, so Marcus Will Turner, uh, he's keeping us up to date on his 31-day horathon. And uh, like the pick of destiny, he is now complete. <laughs> uh, Marcus has left his full reviews on our Facebook group as well as in the Super Network. Uh, but we're giving you guys a little preview of each review here. Uh, so number 29 is Mandy. It was only a matter of time, and it's been far, far too long. Uh, so it was time for the welcome return to a film that's nothing short of a masterclass of cinematic resonance and a metamorphic piece of psychedelic and psychosomatic art. I think he that's, just writes this stuff to fuck me up. That's exactly <laughs> what I said in my review of Mandy. I think he's been tripping. <laughs> well, he ain't lying. Uh, an insurmountable, undeviating version uh, vision uh, made of fiery heavy metal, interstellar <laughs> stone, and brought to us by director, co-writer, and maestro Panos Cosmatos. Wow. I am not mad at that review. <laughs> Mandy is, it gets, I watched it, I think a couple of weeks ago again. Yeah. It, it gets it just, better it, the more you watch it. Yeah. The more you watch it, the better. And the one that was already good, uh, when you first watch it, it also gets better every time you watch it. Uh, color out of space. Yes. Ah, of course. Of course. Dude, Nick Cage been on a roll. All right, and number 30, we have uh, Titane. What is that one? <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking of our review of... Uh, what's that movie with Nick Cage we just did? Ghost... Uh, oh, Ghost yeah. That, oh, Prisoners of the Ghostland. Prisoners of the Ghost. That one was mm-hmm. wild. My testicles! <laughs> <laughs> now, that was one of the funniest scenes in any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll give him that. (laughs) It's it's a wild one. I'm not mad at him for doing it. He still had one left. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Titane, is that what that's called? Have you guys ever heard of that one? You know, I don't know what the pronunciation is, but I'm hearing so much about this movie. Really? Good or bad? I've never heard. I, I mean, I guess the bad thing you can... I get from it is people don't know how they feel about it. Okay. Because I guess you go on a journey throughout the movie and what? But I, 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 everybody uh, universally says that visually and as far as direction and stuff like that is outstanding. Hmm. It's made by the the director. She did uh, that movie raw. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of that. So probably very artsy. 
Yeah, but I'm just hearing a lot of people like, okay. I don't know what I just watched, but I think yeah. I like it <laughs> type type of reviews. <laughs> well, maybe it's, it's a, good in a Mandy way. Yeah. Maybe. T-I-T-A-N-E, if you want to check that out. Uh, his rating says, uh, I don't know. I'm still mulling over that one. <laughs> <Do me. laughs> See? There's a lot of that going on. Okay. Uh, and number 31 is Metamorphosis. Mm. Uh, sure, it's half of, sure, half of it is familiar territory, but it's nevertheless a break of fresh demonic air and a subgenre that's seen it all and done it all before. Oh, I've seen this one. Really? Yeah, I think I told you guys about it. It's a it's a possession movie. It's in it's in a family, and um, it like imitates different people of the family. So you think, yeah, like, your, your mom's doing something fucked up, and then you're gonna go tell your dad, and then he's gonna go confront her, and then okay. it'll switch back to the regular person, and everybody's huh. like, "What the fuck? Why'd you do that? Why? You know?" And the the mom will just will be like, "What are you talking about?" And then the demon will go and switch to another family member and do some fucked up <laughs> shit. Oh, maybe I haven't seen this. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's on Shutter, I think. It's What's a good it one. called it's again? Metamorphosis. Hmm. Okay. It just it just sets this tone where you don't know who in your family to trust. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was like a Kafka thing or something. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up as a cockroach. Uh, a distinguished interpretation with family ties, duplicitous revelations, and wicked intent. Uh, so, hey, metamorphosis. I'm, I kind of want to check that out now. Uh, thanks again, Marcus. And uh, more feedback will return next week. Uh, as always, our show intro comes from Steve Carlton of the League of Geeks. Uh, our artwork is from Natsulani. Check her out on Instagram. Uh, and head over to Patreon. And uh, consider becoming a Patreon patron. We'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount. And for f- Patreon is what I meant. Fuck. You know what I mean. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Anyway. Well, <laughs> I knew I fucked that up in my head. I just couldn't figure out where while I was reading. <laughs> uh, we'll let you pick the, sh- the movies at, uh, for a future show at any amount. And for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Uh, if you have a chance, please give us a five-star Apple Podcast review, and you may win a probably not a steelbook DVD, but something cool. Something. Maybe a maybe a T-shirt or a, yeah. or, or a, a refrigerator magnet or a coffee mug or any of that shit. <laughs> now that and we're starting to pull that out. Real quick, everybody, go support the League of Geeks. They are now officially every Saturday they are doing their podcast live on YouTube. Nice. So uh, go to their YouTube channel and you can interact with them, you know, ask them questions while they're doing their podcast. And, oh. uh, wow. and if you don't Comment. if you don't if you don't get a chance to go and watch them, they are still releasing it in audio form a day or two later. OK, we, we got to We got to all go over there as a group and fuck with them. I think I'm kind of thinking maybe maybe in the Well, Steve's got to come on for the next screen movie because. OK, because of. That whole thing that happened. Absolutely. Because Scream 3 was the hopefully best it'll be as, Yeah, I was going to say, hopefully it'll be as good as Scream 3, but we'll, um, we'll see. But I'm thinking maybe in the new year, we maybe we go live. Yeah. Maybe so. 
Yeah, right. I I gotta I gotta give with the Lil because um there's a lot of things that they're doing that I don't want to well we will be copying them. I just think it's fun. They actually if there's any trailers, they share their screen and the three of them watch them and react to them at the same time. That's the way to go, right there. So I'm yeah, thinking maybe we, go. we go live. People can interact with us, and then we just save our trailers. Do not watch them until the show, and we all three react to them live. Uh, that's a great idea. All right, so work in pro work in progress. So there you go. always. All right, uh, so uh, that's it for listener feedback. We'll roll on to our featured attractions. Uh, this week we're going to check out Antlers and the Relic. Uh, so the relic from 1997. Uh, a homicide detective and an anthropologist uh, try to destroy a, th- a South American lizard-like god who's on a people-eating rampage in a Chicago museum. Yeah, <laughs> starring, pretty much it. Starring The Rock and Ben Stiller. <laughs> 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 That'd be a very different movie. Um, Director was uh, Peter Hyams, also known for Time Cop and End of Days. Uh, writer is Amy Holden Jones, also known for The Slumber Party Massacre and Mystic Pizza. Oh, hmm. one bad. Uh, makeup artist right, Stan Winston. Yeah, makeup artist Stan Winston and his team made uh, three creatures with two people moving the heads. And people on the side working the electronics to move the arms, claws, mouth, and so on. Uh, Hyams re- reviewed Winston's early drawings. Hang on. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, reviewed Winston's. It's not COVID. <laughs> reviewed Winston's <laughs> early drawings. Uh, and his only suggestion was to make the monster more hideous looking. Uh, the director also suggested certain invertebrates for inspiration, and Winston came up with the arachnoid outline for the monster's face. Uh, in the scenes where the creature is running or jumping, a computer-generated version was also used. Well, I think that was pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah. At the time? I, I, I don't think it got past anybody even yeah. at the time. Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> what wow. was? Was director Pete Hyams' first choice for the lead well, role of Vincent D'Agosta? But of course it when was. Did, <laughs> when did this come out? 97? Let me look up. What was Harrison Ford doing? What was he doing instead, huh? In 97. And he with the airplane. Like, oh, I like that one. <laughs> Maybe the six, third Six days, seven stars. nights. Yeah, that was it. That should be right around that time period somewhere. Let's see. Filmography of... Come yeah, on. about man. me. Filmography. Of course, he has a lengthy filmography. Well. (laughs) 97, he was doing... No, I can see why he didn't do that one. He was doing Air Force One. Uh, Okay, Okay. that was a better movie. (laughs) And right after Air Force One, he... Maybe that launched the line of tennis shoes. (laughs) After Air Force One, he did Six Days, Seven Nights. Okay. All right. Well, no Harrison Ford in this one. Uh, just uh, what's that dude's name? Tom Sizemore. Tom, Tom, Tom Highmore. Tom Highmore. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> what you call him, Brian? I know. Sorry, Tom. I know you're trying to get better now. Yeah, loves his drugs. Yes, he does. <laughs> 
but uh, well, Brian, what did you think about the relic? It has probably been over twenty years since I've seen this movie. Oh yeah, I remember really liking it uh, when I originally seen it. And rewatching it now, I still like it, but there's mm-hmm. a lot that does not hold up. Oh no! I like the. I go through my likes first. I I like the the practical effects of the creature. I like the design of the creature. Okay. It just looks like a mosh posh of different things, which you come to find out, it's got all these different DNA strands in it, which I think is pretty cool. Um, some of the kills were pretty good that we got to see. I know there was a lot of stuff in the dark and stuff off screen, but, uh, when, when you got to see some, they were pretty violent. Uh, the CG does not hold up definitely because you can definitely tell that there's nothing really walking up the stairs. It's just computer (laughs) graphics. And it doesn't look bad. Uh, I thought Tom Sizemore he was he he was serviceable as this detective. Yeah, you know? I was surprised. Yeah, I thought. I'm glad they didn't go into the whole because when you meet him, you oh he just came from a custody hearing. Oh, she she took his dog. I thought. Yeah. I right, thought when right. he I I totally forgot how the movie played. So I thought when he met the professor at the museum, mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be like his ex wife or something. And ah, they, thank I'm, God I'm they didn't it, go that way. Yeah, because we've seen that many times where yeah. they end up having to work together. And by the end of the movie, they're back together because of mm-hmm. the traumatic experiences they went through. But I thought there was some kind of romantic thing going on. Oh, he's definitely banging her after this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wouldn't technically, you? he didn't save her life. She saved herself. He was knocked out. Right. Kurt Russell, Big Trouble in Little China style. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was cool. Um, the whole uh, ayahuasca scene or whatever it was in the beginning, right? and the guy was tripping out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming he was tripping out because he just realized what he was doing was not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, but when you forget what the movie's about, that, that mm-hmm. scene's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. I was like, why are they scaring this man? <laughs> I know. I thought they were just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, overall, I, I had fun with it. I thought I thought everybody would, did pretty well in it as far as acting. Directing was okay. Um, the only thing that just didn't really hold up for me was the CGI, which for that time, I guess it would have been more expensive to do everything practical, especially the trivia of Phil just went off. And there were so many people working this thing. Right. That it having this creature run upstairs and jump and run up the walls and climb the ceilings. You probably had to go CGI with that. And, uh, <laughs> I forgot who it was on Facebook had commented to tell, they uh-huh. told me to read the book. The book is way better than the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Oh my God. I read this book. Did you really? Yeah. yeah I think a lot of people have read this book. Okay. And forget all about it. Right. I think so. Yeah, I think what? I might have too. It's it's vaguely familiar. <laughs> like those two writers, uh, Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. They sound they've written a bunch of books together, right? Sounds pretty familiar for some reason. Huh. 
Well, I didn't read the book because I can't read. No. <laughs> Come on, Brian. Uh, Go find me, guys. Help Brian learn to read. Play one of those infomercials. <laughs> Just have one lonely tear running down my cheek. At the very end. Yeah, I'm holding a book and I can't read it. You hold it up to the sky and go, no. <laughs> and then you and Lance show up and you guys put your hand on my shoulder and everything's going to be okay. It's all right, buddy. Floyd Mayweather can't wait. He's a millionaire. <laughs> oh, no. I got the Floyd Mayweather disease. You'll be okay. Okay. But the relic. I had a fun time rewatching this. I think it's a good creature feature. I, I do like my monsters, and I thought the, the creature looked cool. But I think this this might be a movie that could use a remake or a reboot. You think? Yeah. Well, in how about the right. a series? A series. A, a series because I would like to see because they said when the when the creature before he died the creature wasn't done changing was he right because he was supposed to be like 30% human yeah, or more than 30% yeah. human you so you could do a lot more with it right yeah you could have went through this whole thing like maybe it was actually changing into a person or a person like thing and you know well it changed could. from the original guy yeah but Maybe it changed back to the human, but he had like abilities of whatever DNA strands uh, was in. Kind of like the fly a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. And I think in the potential. right in the right hands, because there's of course nowadays there's going to be CGI in it. So I think CGI when done right is amazing because right. you know we Dune yeah. put that movie in there, right? Amazing, yeah. but that's that's really what it's lacking is. Just the CGI. <laughs> you think? Well, well at least maybe at least Tom Tosmore wasn't playing. At least he wasn't playing Pong with like one of the professors or something. <laughs> that would have been really bad. <laughs> you sunk my battleship or something like that. <laughs> I like the way he played the detective, though. He was kind of yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a little bit superstitious at the same, oh, at the same yeah. time. He was they very had, that in, had to add that into it, right? Yeah, he had that, or he was very, uh, you don't, he, you didn't fuck with him because he had the scene with the mayor and he was like, right. with all due respect, you know, shut the fuck up, mayor. That yeah. was awesome. And then <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, my mind went kind of dark at the end because, you know, he gave that lucky bullet for her to have. And then mm -hmm. he, at the end, he told her to keep it. And in my mind, like, you know, Tom Sizemore's character dies one week later in a shooting. Yeah, no uh, kidding. Like, oh, you only yeah. had that bullet. Yep, the Good alternate happened. ending. <laughs> <laughs> but I had fun rewatching this one. Um, I, like I said, I think this this needs a reboot. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe more book oriented because I think that's the way a lot of things are going nowadays with the remakes. Okay. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think they could have done something really cool with this. Um, or they could do something really cool with this now because uh, for the time that it came out, I thought it it definitely dates itself while you're watching it, uh, and it's slightly cheesy and kind of systematic on its, you know, following the the plot points, and you know, it's definitely a 
it's not realistic at uh-huh. all. That's <laughs> gotcha. what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> no, I hear I hear you loud and clear. I get it. It, it, it looks like people <laughs> reading the script, uh, but <laughs> it, it's also it's also a lot of fun. Um, uh-huh. I I yeah I I like the storyline. Um, I thought the monster was pretty cool. Uh, even though I did roll my eyes at a lot of the, the computer-generated stuff. You didn't believe at the end the it was really fire and the, the, the creature was chasing her? Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> they had with some, her, but, with you know, her light like, jog. <laughs> it's like Event Horizon. Like mm-hmm. That used to be one of my favorite movies, and then I went back and rewatched it. Like, man, How about the same time, really, wasn't it? The- yeah, it was about the same time. I was like, man, that, there's some really bad CGI in this. <laughs> yeah, but then on the other hand, there's some really good practicals in Event Horizon. Yeah. Well, and there's some pretty this good practicals too. in this one, too. Yep, yeah, this one, too. They, yeah. Just were ju- they were just learning and kind of piecing it together. You know, it wasn't Jurassic Park level stuff. But <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, what they, what they did as far as practical was impressive, though, because... Especially, I'm always impressed when it come, when they're making something so large. It takes like four or five people to control it. Yeah, right. Because right. you gotta you gotta do that in sync, and you know this person has to move when this person moves. And I Holy always I always applaud that. Yeah, Brian, huh. I think you just hit, hit. Oh my God, Brian, we got to do a Kickstarter. You just for, said for my you reading. Get, you get four or five characters that all have to control like a monster, uh-huh. but they have to do it in sync. Why don't we go round up the band in sync and get them to work with Jim Henson? No, hear me out. Isn't he and dead? Oh, shit. There goes my idea. <laughs> All right. And Never isn't mind. one of the in sync guys in space or something? Or is that Backstreet? <laughs> I don't think they're still there. I thought that was Jim Bezos, man. <laughs> Maybe they're all there. Or together. Elon Musk. Maybe they're all in space. Elon's but, uh, in space in his mind. All right. Well, it, I thought I had an idea there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they could be like the the monster Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Jim Henson. Uh, All right. Unfortunate. <laughs> Lance, what'd you think about it? Oh man, it was kind of cool watching watching this movie because uh, it, last week you guys know I was out of town, staying in Chicago, and. Uh, I was the the hotel room that we had that AJ's company provided her. I could literally see uh, downtown out of one side of the uh, one window on one one wall, and on the other uh, windows I could look across and actually see the Field Museum where this movie was filmed. Oh wow! So it was kind of neat going back and checking this out. And like, um, they definitely filmed it. They definitely filmed it in Chicago because there were a lot of scenes uh, leading up to them being in the museum that were definitely areas that I had had walked or uh, taken a train to that uh, last week. So that that was kind of cool to see all that. Um, Sizemore, man, I thought there is no way in the world that this that this cat is going to pull this off. But you, you got you guys are right. He was he was definitely passable. Um, he he's ain't a, no Harrison a- Ford. He's a good actor, though. Yeah, you know, like he he had his time. He was good. No, he he, had his, he, he he played his role perfectly. Yeah, he had his time when he was a good actor. I'm not saying he still is not a good actor, but you know, when hard times falls upon you, you just kind of end up having to take the roles you can, which he's going to be in the 
fucking god awful. I haven't seen it yet, but Burial Ground Massacre Two. Come on. With really? another. Nick Cage had a comeback. He was That's in some really shit movies. Yeah. Hey, maybe if they'll redo the Relic as a TV show, they'll get Sizemore, and that'll be his comeback, right? He can steal like lethal weapon lines <laughs> and say he's too old for this shit. Oh man, I, I I really did love the creature design of this film though. Um, and I see, I thought the movie was going to go one. I think I saw this movie. I I didn't read the book, uh, Phil, but I I think I did see this movie. Um, a very long time ago, like probably, you know, a couple of years after it came out on HBO or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I really thought it was going to go a different way. They did kind of introduce those two kids that played hooky so they could go to the museum when the rest of the class was taking a fucking field trip there anyway. I swore <laughs> it's they like died. Stupidest uh, hooky ever. I, t- I thought for sure they were going to be a bigger part of the movie. Um, I yeah, that's, swore that's, I remember they died. Or you know what? We. We got to get that alternate alternate uh, copy, dude. Because those, those kids, they, they got to die, man. They got to die. Yeah, you're that's gonna a good point. Because they're obviously kind of troublemakers. And they skip right? school to go to the museum. Skip school to go to the museum <laughs> while the rest of the class is there on a field trip. Yeah. Genius. Genius. You guys aren't the, the, the little badasses <laughs> you huh? think you are. <laughs> But I, I, I actually kind of like the way that they did that, though, that they set it up where um, the mayor and everybody was rushing Sizemore to get through his job and try to nail somebody so that they could have their their big fundraiser, which uh, it was good for the city, was good for his wife, who he pointed out has cleavage. Yeah, he's such an um, asshole. Which he's is like, very hey, weird. You like my wife's cleavage? <laughs> everybody else does. Yeah, right. like, what is happening right now? Very weird. But um, Tom Cruise yeah. has to play him in the new movie. It was, it was, it was a very the, good like, setup. Tropic Thunder style, <laughs> <laughs> right? Very good setup. Uh, decent story. Um, the monster effects were amazing. Um, a lot of the acting, they did feel like they were reading, and yes, it kind of looked like they were playing Pong or Asteroids in a couple of scenes. But other than that, um, not a bad movie. Not a bad watch, Brian. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, scores, Brian. Ooh. I would give it a seven, but I'm more of a six and a half. And it's just when the CGI is bad, it's bad. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed everything else. Um, would I watch this again? Yeah, I would watch it again. Definitely. It needs a, it does need a good solid Blu-ray release. I think there is one, but I don't think there's no? like a collector's edition and, you know, good, Good artwork, good slipcase, something. And uh, I would definitely pick this up. And um, I'm all on board if they uh, remake it or reboot it or do something that's more online with the book. Because that's not the first time I was heard that the book is really good. So, Yeah, and I had completely forgotten about this movie. And until you mentioned that it was a book, I was like, oh, damn, I I did, didn't I? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, it, it was it was a good time. It was just kind of forgettable. Um, I can understand why we completely forgot about it for 20 years. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I've rewatched this one again. I think it was pretty good. And I think six and a half is a pretty good score, which puts it right into that 
worth watching, but kind of forgettable territory. Mm-hmm. Huh. Lance? That's two, that's two six and a halfs? Yep. Ah, okay. Well, so I, guess, I stole Brian's yeah. score. I didn't know where ah. I was at. <laughs> we, got the tri- we got the trifecta, boys. Six and a half. That's exactly from... Yeah, from start to finish, that's that's pretty much where I had it. Um, you know, decent storyline. I like the way that the plot moved along. I thought everybody was passable. And uh, I love the creature effects. So definitely six and a half. Three, six and a half. So let's go to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a good idea. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe no. it's the best it's, idea you've ever had. I was about had. to say, it, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> well, for, for other reasons. I mean, we not a stay, bad away idea. From, stay away from the casinos and go other places. Wow. Did the hookers? Can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll word it that way. <laughs> um. All right. So, yeah. Uh, check that one out if you dare. If if you haven't seen it in a while, it, it's worth a watch. It's it's pretty good. Yep. Um. Now we're gonna move on to our brand new movie, Antlers. Uh, in an isolated Oregon town, a middle school teacher and her sheriff brother became embroiled with her enigmatic student, uh, whose dark secrets lead to terrifying encounter encounters with ancestral creatures. Uh, directors Scott Cooper, also known for the Hostels and Black Mass. Huh. Hmm. Uh, writers are also Scott Cooper and Henry Chazon and Chazon. Nick <laughs> Atasca. Antosca. Chazon. Chazon. Uh, this film is based on the story The Quiet Boy, uh, written by Nick Antosca. Uh, filmed for the 1st of October 2018 and finished on the 30th of November 2018. Uh, but not release until October 21. This one's been a while. (laughs) We've been reporting on this one on our social media pages Mm -hmm. for a while now. Yeah, several years. Well, was it worth the wait? Brian, what'd you think? I enjoyed this one. I fuck you, Pet Cemetery remake. Thank you, Atlas, for giving me the Wendigo. Damn it. Be teasing me for years. But... (laughs) Yeah, I, I I I was in on the story. You know, I was worried about this child. I wanted to see mm-hmm. what was going on in his life. And then you get um, was it Carrie Russell? Yeah. You get her, and obviously she's uh, she's had some things go on in her past. And then uh, you got fan favorite Fat Damon jumping in here, looking <laughs> looking extra extra big. I don't know why. <laughs> He's extra looking a little man. extra padded. Yeah. Um, I just enjoyed the story. Uh, the The explanation of the Wendigo was 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 fascinating. You know, I, I think Nez, uh, he's going to have a review on it on uh, E-Society. So everybody definitely look for that one. Um, the effects, the practical effects, and the look of the Wendigo, I thought were great. Especially the the metamorphosis from person to this this you know creature, I mm-hmm. thought were great. You know, sure. a lot lot more bloody than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't really, I don't know what I was really, really? expecting. Yeah, I, I thought they were kind of they were pushing this for a theater release so bad that I thought maybe they toned it down. But I mean, uh, they're they're so you were they're, they're about killing they're PG killing children in here. Yeah, they're killing children yeah. in here. So I'm like, oh, bravo, 
Mm-hmm. Got to kill a kid every now and then. In a movie. In a movie. <laughs> God, but, don't let um, anyone fucking timestamp that. Jeez. I thought, like I said, I thought just the, the hearing some of the history of the Wendigo was fascinating. Uh, right. The practicals were good. I thought the cast was great. And this movie did a thing where it had me so involved that I, I hated characters in this movie. And we'll get... Really? Yeah, we'll get to it in spoilers, but I was kind of rooting for them to die. Oh, yeah, I got you. Because I was like, you guys are fucking horrible people. What fucking horrible little town is this? Mm-hmm. And then uh, some. I would say there was some comeuppance that, that, that was met my needs, so that was pretty good. But um, did, did, did we have to wait this long for a theater release? No, but... I'm glad I saw it in the theater because I was just kind of caught up in the moment, the atmosphere, things, you know. And I thought the main kid, I thought he, I thought he did a pretty good job, you know. I'm kind of up and down on child actors, but I, I thought he was pretty good. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned about him though. He yeah, I'm like, did you guys malnourished? Did you guys neglect him? Is he a no method shit. actor or something? Was it, was <laughs> he staying character? That's fucked up. <laughs> Ouch. I mean, I, although I, I mean, I, maybe he's just a weird looking kid, you know, like you could yeah. not have picked a better person to play the child of a myth head. Yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, <laughs> good point. But yeah, definitely enjoyed this one. Uh, Yeah, I uh, I'm going to agree with you. I, I thought I had a good atmosphere. I thought it was a cool story. Um, When when you first told us to watch the relic. I had in my head the ruins. Uh, oh, that's a, that's okay. a good one too. Okay. Yeah, which is also a Wendigo thing, mm-hmm. and I actually happened to watch it a couple weeks ago. So that was kind of a cool uh, transition into this one. Although you know what's it's not a good Wendigo movie? movie? Which Pet Cemetery. Ah, uh, there you Come go. Come on, move on, <laughs> move on. Oh, you hear him stomping in the background, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Well, and in in the ruins, they have uh, the uh, the Wendigo look was really cool and really scary, and I I, I liked it. It was weird and crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, this one I think is better. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love oh, what they did. Damn, with strong words. Yeah, definitely, I, and I think it's a better movie all all around. Which I, is not to say anything bad about the ruins because I like that movie, uh, but. Uh, they they kept it like really serious and realistic the whole time. It looks yes, yes. it has the feel of kind of just another ghost story movie, mm-hmm. and it, they just one up themselves on it. So it like has that feel, but it was actually really good. This one I think is gonna be memorable. Um, I'm not like totally in love with it, but uh, I, I like the idea. I like the special effects. I like. The way the movie flowed, like the story was really mm-hmm. cool. You know what I mean? The what, like what they did with it. Sure. Is uh, it was was a cool concept, and uh, it was original, which yeah. I like. You know? And as far as far as like the characters, I, I like how we had an equal balance because yeah. you had um, Graham Greene's character, mm-hmm. who's breaking down the 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 myth the mythos of the the wendigo and he's telling them yeah basically this is what's happening you know look at your coroner your coroner's saying you know no man or 
animal I've ever seen has done this to a person. But then you got Fat Damon. <laughs> Sorry, Jesse Plemons. I'll just call him Fat Damon. You got him on the other side. He was like, you know, oh, that's fine, but I don't know how much faith I'm going to go into a, a mythical nature beast and... I, I, th- I thought th- I thought the sides were evenly played. You know, there was sides that were kind of like, you know, maybe it is this 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 legend that we're hearing about, and on the other side, it was just like, no, that that's impossible. Well, and I I like that idea of the mythical creature stuff because mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's pretty presumptuous of us to think that we even know everything about the world, much less the universe. To be like, well, this doesn't exist because I said so. Yeah, I yes. mean, yeah. Look, right. at, look, look at aliens. Yeah, big debate, and then the government was like, oh well, we kind of knew about them. Here's some videos, but yeah, don't don't be mad at us for not telling you. <laughs> and still, <laughs> nobody hears about it. <laughs> Although uh, there was some kind of hypersonic rocket thing. Oh, China. here we here we go. Oh, here man, we go. I wonder if that was because they were like, oh, he's (laughs) 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 they were like, no, it's not a rocket. It's a a UFO. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, okay." (laughs) So I'm like, well, maybe (laughs) maybe we did have some maybe maybe it is just tests. I don't know. But there's videos of some weird shit anyway. Yeah. Not, not to shit. divert. <laughs> the movie was cool. I like the mysterious atmosphere. I, I love that stuff. Lance, man, I'm I'm very I'm of a very 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 similar mind to this movie as as the last one. Um, the thing that blew me away on this movie, just like the the one we just talked about, was the uh, the creature effects. Um, <laughs> I mean, I thought the creature was just terrifying. I love the effects of it, and I didn't know exactly what to expect going in, but um, was not at all disappointed with the acting from anyone. Um, Carrie Russell is normally not like one of my favorite actors. She's kind of like hit or miss for me, but yeah, because uh, she sure. has remember that that alien movie she was in that I shat all over. I think I gave it a one. What um, alien movie was she in? Ah, uh, we covered it like a year and a half ago, right? Like an aliens movie. Help me out. My mind's working here. I'm like, Harry uh, Russell was in an alien movie? Yeah. Like, no, like she alien, was. alien movie she was. or generic? Right. No, mm, alien invasion this. movie, and I hated oh, it. Okay. Gotta um, take the deep dive here. That being said, that being said, I thought all the acting on this thing was way above par. Um, yeah. I thought that the, uh, the, the, the meth head dude was perfect in his role as... Dark Skies. Dark Skies. Dark skies. There you oh, go. I, right I told my mind to not remember that movie. I know. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that I think this little kid has a I think this little kid has a big future, man. Uh, he could really emote. Um, he yeah, you're you you guys said it. He made you feel feel for him, and I believed everything Carrie Russell did because if you're in a small town like that and you're the teacher and you know his mom's dead and his dad's, you know, a meth head basically. <laughs> Um, and they they were talking about how some of the kids come to class and you uh, or don't come to class because you could smell the math chemicals on their clothing and stuff like that. Is that a yeah, thing? It's, um, it's, smell meth? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, yes. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> I lived close by a area where they were making meth and the 
police did a raid on them and they had to demolish the entire building because it was unsafe. Oh, wow. And you can smell the chemicals. Okay, well, uh, I guess it's real. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it felt realistic. I'll put it to you this way. Everything about this movie felt felt like something that, that could happen. Right. Like that's you guys were saying, like yeah, we don't know everything that's out there. Nope. Um, it, I kind of thought they shoehorned Graham Greene in a little bit. I wish they had had more native actors in this movie. I think it might have added a little bit more credence to it um, rather than him uh, just I mean, being, they, they did have some some children in the class that they, <laughs> the yeah. teacher was like, tell us, tell us a folk tale. And they was like, Nope. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That was, that, that, that was a good little, good little Not side, thing, I guess. Speaking um, on anything, <clears throat> but I, I, I was pretty much blown away with the, the creature effects. Um, I thought, I thought the story was strong. I thought all of the acting was much better that actually than the acting in the, in the first movie we saw tonight. Um, did I have to wait till 2021 to see it in the theater? Absolutely not. I would have been perfectly happy if Hulu or Netflix or somebody had picked this movie up in late 2018 or early 2019 or whatever. And we could have just seen it then. And then this poor kid probably would have three or four more roles instead of an empty uh, future IMDb <laughs> record, which is what it looks like he's got right now. Or at least he deserves better. Come on, guys. He deserves well, maybe, better. Maybe he's recovering from the movie. Could be. Could be. I'm telling but, you, just, um, this kid is a method actor. A yeah. meth actor? What? No, a method actor. <laughs> ah, okay. What, what's, 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 what's his Daniel? Well, he went Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Well, I told him he was a malnourished, abused kid, and he was like, let me get in character. Maybe yeah. he'll be the next Christian Bale, but, uh, but no, I, 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 I enjoyed with, it. I enjoyed what it. with Matthew McConaughey on that, though? I'm, like, I'm a little did... mad. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm a little mad about having to wait three years to see it, but uh, I enjoyed the movie. What about McConaughey? Oh well, when he did like Dallas Buyers Club, and he got like super skinny for that one. Mm-hmm. And then, man, he's never true really recovered from that. Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, hurt hurt himself. Uh, Tom Hardy when he did Bane. Yeah. He got so uh-huh. he got too big, and I guess he he like hurt himself. Like I don't, I okay. think I read it was like a permanent thing. Because ah. you notice he's not as big as he was as Bane. Yeah. Well, that happens. Like lifting weights and hurting yourself, I get that. But like right. I think right. that like permanently changed Matthew McConaughey's appearance. Mm-hmm. Well, he may be our next governor, Philip. So <laughs> you all never right, know. All right, all right. I like that guy. <laughs> all right. Have you ever so seen you like go. his Instagram videos? No, he does like he's, motivational shit, right? He's a strange guy, but I, I still want to watch his videos. <laughs> he loves weed. Pretty sure weed would be oh, legal in Texas if he There's wants. a video where he's talking about the mind's eye. Yeah, the mind's eye. And I'm like, okay. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm engaged in what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> I, I, w- I would say we could do worse, but we don't talk politics on the horror return. So yeah, moving on. You, you can have my mayor. <laughs> anyway, scores. All right, uh, y'all want to do scores? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go from the heart. I liked damn near everything about it. The only thing I could say that I didn't like about it was having to wait almost three years to watch it. 
mm-hmm. which that's not any fault to anything that was in the movie. It's just, you know, the times we live in. Sure. So this this movie was a solid eight for me. I really liked Damn. the performances. Okay. Uh, I definitely am finally happy we got a Wendigo. And when we got it, I was not. Right. I, I just I was impressed with it. I, yeah, not disappointed. Yeah, not disappointed. Uh, just the metamorphosis for man to Wendigo, I thought was amazing. And. I feel like you said the the kid he 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 was amazing you know he he did his job and sir I hope you're okay and yeah solid eight for me <laughs> the whole time <laughs> they put that kid on the screen and I'm like I was like at the ice cream shop at the we... ice cream shop you're not eating enough ice cream is this man. for the fucking movie that's messed up man he's really skinny <laughs> yeah yeah um, but <laughs> no. I think, uh, yeah, like like a real score and not just a personal bias thing, um, because I think this one is more of a realistic, serious kind of movie. And I, I give personal bias scores on a lot of shitty horror movies and, and comedy stuff because it's personal preference stuff. Um, but this one is, I think, for real, an eight and a half. I, 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 nice. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's probably going to be on the top ten by the end of the year. Damn, he, wow. He, he did look malnourished, man. God. Right. Now I'm really thinking about it <laughs> now because they, cause they look at the brother. Kid. They took the brother and they just threw dirt yeah. on him. Like, I don't give a shit if Joaquin Phoenix does it for a movie. He's old. But <laughs> yeah, not this 11-year-old kid, right? Fuck with kids like that. <laughs> Well, first of all, I'm going to say, you guys know I have a, a New Year's resolution, right? To see 12. One of my New, uh, New Year's resolutions is to see 12 live shows before the oh, end of yeah. the year. I think I'm up to nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, okay. That makes I'm going to bring the show down a little. Definitely glad I did not take my granddaughter's offer to go with her to see Travis Scott. Oh. oh. What happened there? Our heart, my, my hearts go out to the. There was a, was there a stampede in the crowd? Yeah, it was a, it was a whole music festival, Philip, and oh, yeah? uh, it's kind of like that Who concert back in the seventies, where everybody was kind of like bum rushing. Well, not um, to get off on a tangent or anything, but we do anyways. Uh, I read a story that some of those people that died might have been injected with drugs. There I was heard somebody. There was somebody <laughs> injecting bad drugs. Probably it's probably yeah. that fentanyl shit. Oh yeah, similar rumor. Yeah, and the youngest but, one was ten years old. Well, and the shit gets in Houston pretty quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and right now I guess they're trying to cancel Travis Scott because somehow it was his fault on what was what? going on in the crowd. I don't know. Everybody. Everybody wants to be mad about something, well, but yeah, okay. I'm I'm glad your granddaughters did not go because it didn't turn out good for. I, I believe they said it was up to ten people so far that that died. Okay, so yeah, wow. so it's a music festival with fifty thousand paying attendants, Philip, and they Astro, said uh, Astro World. Uh, yep, Astro World Festival, and they said earlier in the day a bunch of people like jumped the fence, so there could have easily been sixty, seventy thousand people in there. Okay. Yeah. So you really I'm a, tell me you're going to be able to control that from the stage? I mean, come I'm, on. I'm I'm okay. I'm a speak. I'm a fan of his music. He does get his crowd. I mean, he he fully just 
gets his crowd hyped. Yeah, kind of like the old but, mosh pits. Yeah, but he cannot control people jumping over barricades and stampeding over people. That is out of his control. I've well, seen concerts where he's shut the concert down because he's seen one person in the crowd kind of collapse from exhaustion. Yeah. And he's had security come into the crowd and carry them out and get them help. So I can't yeah. I can't say you have to cancel this man because he's responsible. He is taking responsibility that maybe certain things should have been set in place that this, this didn't happen. But at the end of the day, these people jumped the rails. I and mean, yeah, he's... If he's getting the crowd hyped enough to do that, he's just doing his job really well. And it mm-hmm. sucks that it happened. Well, but it's and, and any any good lawyer is going to follow the money, right? So it's going to be Live, Ma- Live Nation first, right? right. Who mm-hmm. hosted the show, then him, then any other you know major performers that have money. Well, that's that's like, just how it works. But well, anyway, I, I got... Marilyn Manson or <laughs> right. Eminem or... Okay. Born or whatever. I got totally but, off topic, guys. I was about to ask. Quite, <laughs> so you went instead of your granddaughters. Is that the story? <laughs> I was going to go. Um, okay. Well, actually, if I hadn't gone to Chicago with AJ, there was a really good chance I would have gone because I'm trying to fill up my uh, concert I card for the end of the year. would 100% have went with you. <laughs> that seems like it'd be a fun one. <laughs> yep. And we've missed a few shows that I meant to go to this year. But moving on. Antlers. Um you guys gave it some pretty high marks. I, I can't go quite that high. I definitely give it higher than the the relic, um, but I will go seven, seven nice. on ten. It's a good that's, movie. That's like us giving a nine. That's pretty yeah. good. Good movie. Okay, so like you remember um, that one that <laughs> I started talking before I knew what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, that that ghost movie with the Australian chick that used to be married to Tom Cruise. Ghostbusters. Uh, the others. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> the, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> yeah, Nicole Kidman. There she is. There you um, go. So, uh, like that one, if you if you kind of think back on it, mm-hmm. I, I think that I I sort of forget about that movie sometimes, but I, I feel I feel like I underrated it at the time that I watched it. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, and and looking back on it, I think it's a pretty decent movie. I think this one falls in that territory. Nice. Sounds like it may up may may end up on your top ten. Yeah. And if you want to get more random, want to get more random, uh, isn't she playing Lucille Ball in an upcoming movie? Nicole Kidman. She might not be bad yeah. at that. Actually, oh. I could actually kind of see that. Yeah, I'm trying to picture it. I can't quite, but I think I I was I gonna watch the trailer, but I seen like a still for it. It's that classic episode where she's uh. Making the wine, crushing the grapes. Oh, <laughs> that's good. And, I thought, and just just looking at it quickly, I thought it was a steal from I Love Lucy, but it was a steal from the movie as Nicole Kidman as Lucy. <laughs> okay, that's a great show, man. Love Classic it, man. Of all time, love it. All right, spoilers. <laughs> okay, spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Um, I, although we, I guess we kind of. <laughs> yeah, spoilers probably won't take too long. But ah, spoilers. Yeah, Wendigo movie. Spoiler. There's a Wendigo. It eats okay, I just wanted to point <laughs> no, out. Saw the trailer, so. 
I just wanted to point out that it did a good job of setting up characters that I hated because I fucking hated the principal. Lance, Lance, you brought it up when she was like, well, it's better they're at school because they, be, they, they could be at home selling meth with their parents or walking around smelling like meth or doing this very, or doing that. So at least they're coming to school. Very so, And then fucking Fat Damon, you fuck. I've arrested <laughs> his father many times uh, on multiple charges, but right. state says uh, yeah. he's going to take care of him. So my yeah, hands are tied. But that's a small town, you know. You, you got to understand that, dude. You you live in you live in Alaska, the biggest city oh, in Alaska. We stop. We stop out has, what, here. Three hundred and twelve people in it. Yeah, little town. Huh? Where? I thought the largest city in Alaska has three hundred and twelve population. Uh, my city is close to four hundred thousand population. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. You're talking about my town. All right. We stomp uh, out meth. Don't out. hate. Don't, right, don't, oh, that's Camo's motherfucker. Fat <laughs> hey, Fat, da- Fat Damon got his in the end of the movie, at the very, very end of the movie. Or Fat he? Damon will be back in Antlers 2. That's not really getting yours, is if, when you're going to become the Wendigo. And nobody sees him right. fucking eyes and mouth and nose, fucking <laughs> black goo coming out. Yeah. My, uh, my Favorite part though was the uh, like him coming out of his skin thing. Yes, the transformation. Yeah, that totally caught me off guard. I was like, oh, "Holy pull- shit, what's happening?" They <laughs> had pull that rubbery face off. That, yes, that coroner had no. She did not know what to do. It was like it looked like something bursted out of the body, and the the yeah. the, the body's uh, singed. It's been burned, and I was just like, "Oh gosh." But yeah, when when you seen the Wendigo when he was feeding and he turned around and he had the human face on as a mask. Yes, oh, I was like, I stood that up. Was like, that was like nightmare stuff. That was that was the difference between the ruins Wendigo and this Wendigo. Like when when it, when he stood up in the ruins and it kind of had the weird human face thing. It was like it was cool, but it was weird. This one was fucking terrifying because it was just like a. Checks a chainsaw mask or skin mask, you know? Yeah, and the scream, too, because it was yeah. part creature, part person at the same time. Mm-hmm. Almost like, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, Annihilation. Yes. That, ah, that weird that creature had, had, had that had that kind of scream, human yeah. scream that right, kind of right. faded and it went into a, like a roar. Yeah, That's what I was, imagine a Wendigo would sound like. Yeah, I could see that. I don't ever want to run into a Wendigo ever. <laughs> Give me a big and see that. That's I'll be what a part of his community. That's what kind of disappointed me about uh, that movie Gaia. Gaia. Have you uh, seen you that? Yeah. Cemetery. Yeah. Have you seen Gaia this from this year? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, but it was a downer because I thought it was going to be more like Annihilation. You know? Oh, I got you. I think Annihilation yeah, see, did did it a lot better. That's Gosh, another one that was kind of long. We're not going to get a sequel, are we? Yeah, probably not. That's a shame. There are two more books in the series. I've read them all. I really like that movie, man. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that bear, demon, creature, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That was such a cool <laughs> design right there. <clears throat> but, yeah, there's not really too much to spoil on yeah. Antlers. I mean, Except- it's pretty much straightforward story. You know, kid... 
teacher thinks the kid's being abused and come to find out that he's not being abused. He's taking care of his locked away father and brother who is uh, slowly changing into the Wendigo. And nobody really knows it until Graham Greene's character comes in and is like, look, stupid white people. This is this is <laughs> this is how it is because man, he's fucking everything he's telling them. Uh-huh. All the signs are kind of going that way. The coroner's right. like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and Fat Damon's over here, yeah. like, I don't believe any of this shit <laughs> until I'm bleeding black tears at the end of the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, he got gored by it a few times. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> How many Wendigos are there? How did he live through that, you know? Yeah. And what happened to the original one? I don't know. Mm, That's a good question. Well, Antler's pre-cave. Graham Greene's character did say when they went to that cave, he was like, if I was you, I wouldn't go any further down. Yeah. So maybe there's more down there. Yeah. Because you remember they had all the medicine bags. Oh, yeah. Hung up. Don't don't pass. (laughs) Matt Damon. Uh, He's the worst sheriff ever. (laughs) A meth community. And he's like, well, as long as the kids go to school, my hands are tied. You guys ready to sign out? That guy doesn't even drive his own car. This is deputy (laughs) driving around. Yeah. When you get to the top. (laughs) Yeah. He. Damn, I don't want to take a point off. He didn't get his comeuppance. (laughs) I didn't hate what? him, hate him. There could be a sequel. Don't give up. That fucking kid that was picking on him, I was ready for him to die. Oh, oh the yeah. Redhead, redheaded yeah, kid. Yeah, little redheaded kid. Yeah. His <laughs> reactions are slow. Yeah. You're going to see this creature in front of you, and you're just going to... Oh, 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 oh. Well, and I like that the dad the whole time was like trying to not hurt his kids. Like, you could tell he still had yeah. some kind of control. Yeah, it, it, it was one of those weird relationships where you can tell he's clearly doing stuff that is not in the best interest of his kids, but he still tries to take care of his kids. Yeah, well, he was like, it was like werewolf style. Lock me in this room. You know? mm, yeah. Good hurt point. yeah, chain me up to this, uh, <laughs> in the basement, right? Yeah. And he was still able to, you know, formulate thoughts and stuff, because once he's like, right. my brother, I think my brother's sick, and then he just immediately grabbed the brother, brought him in there, and he was like, lock the door. Yeah. Right. So, hey, I don't know. Pretty good movie. Yeah. Guillermo, you need to start fucking directing movies, stop producing. Yeah. <laughs> well, well he's, got on one, he's got one coming out with Bradley Cooper, right? Yeah, I'm not interested in that one. Eh, we'll see. Um, what's coming up on the Action Returns, Brian? I haven't seen a show in a while. Uh, well, 31 Days is in the books. Um, want to give an extra special shout out to Nez. I mean, that guy grinded for the whole month, put an episode out every day, along with E-Society episodes. So we were kind of putting wow. it on the on the back burner that and stream fiends, but uh, we will be back uh, next. Uh, Action returns will be Spawn, nineteen ninety seven Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a new one or a new one coming out? Or it's kind of. I'm I'm gonna label it in developmental hell because oh. it was announced, budget was announced, Todd McFarlane was gonna step into the director's seat. Okay. 
and Blumhouse was backing it. And Jamie Foxx and um, Hawkeye, uh, what's his name? Jeremy Renner. What, what more do you need? That that movie should have come out a year ago then. Yeah, you know, they announced it like two, three years ago. And now they're saying that Jamie Foxx might not be attached to it because of basically nothing. Spider-Man. Nothing's being done right now. I don't okay. know. Is he going to go back and play Electro? Yeah, Electro. I yeah. Think is he, he really? Is. I yeah, think he is. Yeah. But oh, it, it, it's not character, it's, man. It, but it's not it's not that electro. Oh no! It's not the blue. Whatever we got, it's amazing. A different product. electro played yeah. by the same person. Oi, yeah. oi, Philip, oi. <laughs> yeah, they probably were calling him up and was like, "You want to, you want to, you want to do it right this time?" Or yeah. like what? Ryan Reynolds, like Ryan Reynolds, you want to, you want to fix this mess that we made? I'm sorry. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, we got that coming, and we still have um, "See No Evil, Hear No Evil" with uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder coming for stream fans. Oh, I love that one. Nice. <laughs> and uh, wrestling returns will return, and neither we're going to do the recent uh, NXT Halloween Havoc, which I think Nez we need to do it because uh, WWE just released 18 more wrestlers due to I'm doing air quotes budget cuts. Whoa. WWE not doing so hot anymore? What's going on? Uh, well, if you look at the books, the this, the this financial states, statements they put out, they're doing as well as ever. But my opinion, the storylines and what they do with their talent, no, they're not. And they just Wonder. released a, a whole bunch of talent that is probably when their uh, no-compete clause contracts end up. They're, they're, uh, they're, they're going to get picked up because gotcha. uh, WWE, they like to do the yeah. we'll release you, but you right. can't go side with anybody for like 90 days. Yeah. So uh, you don't sit home. You don't have to go home, but you but you can't stay here. I get exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and we got that coming and then uh, some bonus episodes. And then uh, I think me and Nez are working on another new show, but okay, don't well. have all the all the details yet so the the good the good news is we have a one-stop shop guys it, we it do is, we think, thank you guys for listening it is called www.thehorrorreturns.com i have and heard about can, that you can literally scroll down and click on a link directly to any episode or any of the shows so bam so so Lance, That's all we need to say if i wanted to say get some merchandise i can go to this website when you go to the top of the website, it says uh, a company store or buy here or something. I don't know. <laughs> company store. <laughs> what if I want to find social media pages? Can I go to this website? Every single one. Huh? <laughs> Every single one has a link to it, man. That's amazing, Ron. So, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shop now. The button says shop now. <laughs> and it will take you directly to a company called T Public. You can get T-shirts. You can get mug. You can't get koozies. God damn it! I wish they had them. But you can get coffee mugs. Uh, you, <laughs> you can't get shot glasses. Set uh, it and forget it. <laughs> you can get no, pillows. Ron. You can get a horror returns pillow to cry into. <laughs> a horror returns pillow. Yes. <laughs> Didn't Ron die? He could, Probably he was like 100 uh, years old 30 years ago. 
<laughs> you can you can literally buy a mask. Um, a COVID mask. <laughs> oh, I a round mask. Okay. Set it and forget it. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Next week, we're going to do a Thanksgiving commentary for 1987's Blood Range. I, I Or Blood Rage, sorry. I think we have a guest, but I can't remember who I promised could be on. So whoever you are, if you're listening, uh, remind us, and we'll get you on there. But... Um, it's a surprise, even to the <laughs> Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. Said it and forget it. <laughs> oh.